no two people are the same. And when you put two different people together, it's only a matter of time before they run into conflict. Conflict is not a sign that something is wrong with your relationship. In fact, conflict exists in all relationships. How you deal with it makes all the difference. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on your growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Enjoy the discussion. Now, Saturday night, I went on a date with my husband, a long-awaited date, and it was a good time to have a chat. Although to external observations, it may have looked like we were having a heated discussion, but the thing was, we had a few problems that we needed to solve together, and eventually we came to an agreement. But I know that conflict exists in all relationships. But how you deal with it makes all the difference. Now, we're not perfect. We've got a lot to learn in our marriage. But I guess the key is forgiving each other and working out how to move forward and perhaps admitting that you don't always have it right, right? Well, this morning we have the pleasure of being joined by Vainant Jacobs from Family Life New Zealand to unpack uh, this topic of conflict. Good morning, Vainant. Good to have you with us on the show again. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Kat. Uh, Great to be on as always. Now, as we talk about conflict, I guess maybe the place to first start is perhaps um, talk about this, you know, is it a common challenge uh, for all all couples that they face in their marriage, or is that a a bit of an assumption, and is it maybe an indicator that something is uh, maybe wrong and needs, you know, needs to be looked at further? Yeah, look, you, you hit the nail on the head. Because um, when you when you talk about uh, conflict being common to all couples, uh, because yeah, that was your first part of your question. It certainly is conflict uh, common to all couples. And Cat, um, I think you know the way you spoke about um, the discussion you had, and from the outside it looked heated, but you guys settled on something, and you spoke about forgiveness. It almost sounds like you know you should be the love doctor today, uh, talking about this. <laughs> well, Vena, uh, I've but- got to say though, just as a disclaimer. We um, we came to an agreement about how to solve some things, but we also agreed that some of the problems we weren't going to be able to find a solution to. Yeah, and look, that's probably the best bit of advice um, I could give to any couple. Uh, there's a relationship researcher that I that we often uh, speak about, Dr. John Gottman, and they actually do like scientific studies on how couples interact and likelihood of divorce and those types of things, right? So they observe these things. And one of the things they observed in one of their studies is the fact that 69% of relationship conflict is about perpetual problems. Now, Mm. in essence, what that means is 69% of the things you and your spouse have conflict about will never go away. They are grounded in fundamental differences. Now, before you get discouraged at that um, (laughs) statement, uh, actually be encouraged because not every uh, every battle is a hill to die on and not everything we disagree about needs to be solved there and then. And that's the beauty of when you talk about this idea that, you know, we learn how to forgive in relationship. 
uh, it's it's extremely important that we we have that as a value. Could you give right? an example, but, perhaps, of one of these, let's say, perpetual conflicts, something that might not be resolved for the duration, I guess, of a married lifetime? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, in terms of, I guess, they are usually rooted in like perpetual, uh, like I said, um, it could be personality differences, it could be preferences. And, you know, sometimes you, you, you might not see eye to eye. I don't have a specific example for you today, I'm sorry. Um, but I can tell you one thing that, that happened without sharing the details. Uh, just the other day, my wife and I had um, uh, raised an issue, or actually I had raised the issue because there was something that I was rather upset about. And um, it we had conflict maybe a couple of weeks ago before that discussion. And then, you know, I brought this thing up because we had, not dealt with it and I wanted to deal with it and then you know it became heated again and I realized there's actually no way that we are going to see eye to eye on this topic Um, and so she says one thing I say another thing and to be honest that conversation didn't end well Uh, well it ended up with us leaving the room because (laughs) we realized that's probably the safer option in the moment (laughs) And, and what I did back then and I wish this is something I always do, but I'm glad this is something I did that day, was I actually sat down and I was just at the end of, okay, what do I do now? And I had my Bible next to me um, <laughs> because, you know, I wish that's always where I go for advice. Um, but in this instance, it was. And I sat there and I, I just I just sighed and I said, hey, God, I need something. Help me. I, I realize this issue. We're not going to see eye to eye. So we've reached what they call uh, relationship or conflict gridlock you know it's just not going anywhere that that discussion is sort of mm-hmm. stopping and it's there's no resolve and so I was just seeking the Lord for some wisdom and um, I opened I opened somewhere I you know felt an impression to go to Matthew and I went to Matthew 28 33 and it read that piece where Jesus went to Golgotha you know it's called the place of skull that's where he went to be crucified and just that one verse was all I needed in that moment to what seemed to me like God saying, hey, Vayner, you need to die. <laughs> you know, so in terms of my own ambition or the mm. things that I really want in this relationship, you know, the response there was just let it go. Just just let that mm. thing go. And I can tell you that was probably the best uh, decision I could make for myself in that moment, realizing that this particular issue was probably not going to be resolved. That's really interesting. Just thinking about that in regards to, you know, so often we we, we hold on to what we want and it, it, it distorts the situation and it, it, it I guess, uh, adds to that gridlock, doesn't it? And, and I mean, it will be a story that's resonating with a lot of people who are listening, you know, getting into that place of being stuck in terms of uh, resolving a conflict situation in their marriage. Is there some um, some key things we can bear in mind, bear in mind uh, before we uh, find ourselves in these situations or approaching these situations yes tom and and look i don't only want to give one piece of advice and that's like read your bible and get over yourself (laughs) because that's not what i'm saying either and that's not gonna (laughs) that's not easy either (laughs) that's not easy either so on on maybe a slightly more practical um level i'd say you know three things when you when you get stuck in conflict uh one you want to choose your battles two you want to take on one battle at a time and three, you want to become experts in the area 
of forgiveness. So let's go with the first one there. You choose your battles. You know, I said it before, not every battle is a hill to die on. Um, And I love this, you know, war doesn't determine who's right. It only determines who's left. And even if we win the fight or the argument, we still go to bed with a loser. (laughs) You know, so sometimes some things just aren't worth fighting about. Uh, and, And I think for a lot of couples, right, it's the little things that escalate and it's the escalation and it's a disrespect zone when, you know, we talk about issues that causes the drift or the rift between couples. Mm. So you want to choose, hey, what are the things that is causing conflict that we really need to take on? And then we want to, number two, take on one battle at a time. It's like uh, the illustration of if you're doing the dishes, right? Uh, Many couples, they put all the dishes in the zinc. This is now... I guess, uh, illustration to when they argue about something, they they bring in multiple issues and it just becomes so complicated to solve. So it's the equivalent of having all your dishes in the zinc when you try to start washing the dishes. It's usually counterproductive. So what you want to do is you want to actually clear up some space and wash a dish at a time. Um, so, and I and guess too, like in your own life, when you're when you have grand goals for your life, you want to tick off one goal at a time. So it doesn't seem like it's this big unachievable goal. The same in your marriage, like obviously nothing's going to be perfect. But if you can just have a small win, get a win in the game, then it gives you both encouragement. Hey, we've got this. We can keep working on it, right? Exactly, exactly. And and the problem is often if you try and uh, solve too many conflicts in one conversation, you end up solving none. So just focus, pick one battle at a time and then become experts in the area of forgiveness. You know, uh, it's not always about being right or getting your point across. It's often about softening your heart and, um, you know, putting connection above correction. Uh, we want to make sure our connection is, he- is is healthy. And Ruth Graham Bell said it best when she said, um, a happy marriage is the union of two good forgivers. Yeah. And so that's my encouragement today is like be become extremely good at forgiving one another, bearing with one another in love and, you know, take on one battle at a time. That's so beautiful. And I love that you referred back to Golgotha and Jesus dying on the cross for us because ultimately he showed that, idea of forgiveness, the ultimate forgiveness of sins. And I guess, well, what's one practical tip that uh, someone listening right now could try to be better at forgiving? Because it's not always easy. Yeah, you're right. It's not easy. Um, but, you know, it's it's extremely difficult if we don't actually look at, at Jesus and his example. And it, it's honestly only through being forgiven that we understand the power of forgiveness. Um, So if you're finding it hard to forgive someone else, maybe it's good to take a step back and realize what you have been forgiven about and those moments when you needed forgiveness. Uh, It's a difficult one. It's a difficult topic in general to to deal with on your own as a couple. And that's why, you know, I'm so um, passionate about seeing marriage mentors uh, and our movement of marriage mentors across the country grow because, if you if you if you if you have that safe space with a marriage mentor couple, that just makes that conversation so much easier. We're all familiar with mentoring. It's all about sharing knowledge, skills, and personal experiences to guide another person towards reaching their full potential. It's about investing your time and talents to make a positive difference in the life of another. 
In a nutshell, it's discipleship at its best. Marriage mentoring is exactly the same, except you're doing it as a couple and you're doing it with a couple. At Family Life, we run an outstanding program to train you to be exceptional marriage mentors. We equip you in the art of asking skillful questions, which then help younger couples grow together and do marriage well. Become a marriage champion for others and register today for our online training at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time. Thank you.